Hello, I am back with another episode. It is literally exactly 24 hours since I filmed my last episode, which I filmed last night, edited, and then posted. It was actually pretty easy because I only had one edit to make, um, which was really nice. And so yeah, I'm back making another episode. Um, I got some positive responses from the first episode that I dropped yesterday, mainly from people that I'm close with, not mainly, only (laughs) from people that I'm close with, and it really made me realize that I find a lot of joy in doing this, um, and I definitely see myself being able to continue doing this regularly over my winter break, which is, like, a little bit less than three weeks, um, left. So I definitely will keep doing this. Um, And if, you know, I'm keeping up with it over winter break, then obviously I'll just figure out a schedule for while I'm at school because obviously it's a little hard to film a podcast in college when I'm in a dorm with people. So I'll figure that out. Um, Like I may have to like go to a super quiet area. I don't know. I'll figure that out when the time gets there. Um, because until then I just want to make sure I'm like staying motivated with it over winter break, which I do think I'll be able to do regardless of that little tangent. I will say that filming the episode yesterday and just getting it out and getting some positive responses really made me feel good and better about my current situation. Um, I've, I had a really good day today, although it was mainly spent on TikTok, it was nice to relax um, and spend some, I spent some time with my sister because I got some gifts for my dad and mom, some Christmas gifts, um, which I really need to finish doing because it's 10 days until Christmas and I still have to get gifts for my grandpa, sister, and my secret Santa, which is my uncle, so I like really need to get on that, but um, I'll get it done. Um, so I had that and then I had dinner with my family and, um, I just relaxed. I took a nice bath. I texted some people and, um, it was just a really good day. It was really relaxing. And I think next week and the following week will be a little bit less sitting on my phone because um, I'll have more friends home from college and, um, my friends who are in high school, they will be on winter break. So it'll just be really nice. Um, although I'm really working on trying not to feel guilty about, like, just being on my phone and relaxing because when I'm at school, I really don't have time to do that because I'm just so busy with classes and homework and, um, exams, stuff like that. So yes, I'm working on that simultaneously, but I actually did have a really good day and my mindset is a lot better than how it was yesterday. I'm feeling just genuinely a lot better. I don't know how many times I'm going to say that, Um, but okay, so today's episode, I wanted to talk about music. Um, If you, like, (laughs) people are like, what is a fun fact about yourself? And I always jump to music, and I've realized that's kind of a basic answer to give, because when people ask me, what's a fun fact about yourself? I jump to, I love music. And I think everybody can say that they love music, or at least any normal human. Um, But when I say I love music, I feel like 
I kind of go beyond that a little bit. I treat music as an extension of who I am. It really means a lot to me. I see making playlists as more than just selecting songs and putting them into a literal like Spotify coded region of um, your computer. <laughs> I just worded that in the strangest way possible, but I hope you get what I'm saying. I treat making playlists as like a very beautiful and intimate thing, not intimate in like a weird like sexual way and just a like it's a, it's a very heartfelt thing. Um, and listening to music is therapeutic for me. I have so many playlists because I have so many different moods that I want to, you know, I want playlists for my moods and I want playlists for driving and going for walks and before I go to sleep and journaling and studying. It's just, there's so many things and music is such a core part of my life. If I'm not talking to people or like in class or actively needing to listen to something, beyond music, I'm listening to music. My AirPods are in 24-7. It's just like how it goes. Um, I want to pull up my Spotify minutes because it's like actually kind of funny. I had a lot of minutes this past year, like a lot. So wait, let me try to find them because it's really funny. I don't know why. I just find it really funny. <laughs> it's so many. Okay, I'm almost there. I'm almost there. I spent a total of 164,281 minutes listening to music, which was more than 99.5% of other listeners in the US. And that's according to Spotify Wrapped. So yes, I am a Spotify user. I believe in the Spotify, Spotify movement. I'm not trying to be mean, but I do not like Apple Music. I don't like the way that it's set up. And I don't like the way that they don't have like a Spotify wrapped equivalent. Anyways, I love music. I listen to music religiously. And it's a very big part of my life, very big part of my identity. So today's episode, I wanted to talk about my favorite albums from 2021. 2021 was definitely a good year for music. Um, when it comes to other media, such as movies, I would say movies were not that strong this year. It's definitely in part because of COVID because it's still like risky and difficult and like monetarily wise or monetary wise um there's just not a lot of funds that people just have in the back of their pocket to make movies I'm trying to think of like the most significant movies from this year and to be honest probably just from like my personal list in my head I'd say Dune and French Dispatch because Timothy Chalamet is still the dream man of pop culture um, have I seen either? No. Do I want to over winter break? Yes, it is my goal to. The other movie that like a lot of people had been talking about was Licorice Pizza. Um, and it's by the director who directed Phantom Thread, which is like the quintessential 2018 Oscars film. Um, 2018 was like the Oscars for 2018 were just like fucking amazing. It feels like a fever dream thinking about them. I just loved it because it was Lady Bird. Three Billboards, Shape of Water, uh, Call Me By Your Name, Phantom Thread, so, so many more. Disaster Artist, I believe, just like so many more. It was an amazing year for movies. Um, but 2021, COVID, you know, obviously contributed to the poor movie output. So I would make an episode about my favorite movies from 2021, although I don't, I really don't think that 
I have much to say on that topic. So last, we are going to talk about my favorite albums um, of 2021. I'm going to go let my dog into where I'm filming because she keeps scratching at the door. I'll be right back. Okay, I am back. So basically, I have this extremely comprehensive and long list of albums, or not list, uh, playlist of albums from 2021 that I have listened to and really enjoyed. Um, are all of these like amazing, breathtaking? Have I fully listened to all of them and fully engaged with all of them? No. A lot of these are just albums that I've heard parts of, or not a lot of them, but just like a handful of them are albums that I've heard like parts of, they're by artists that I do really like, um, things of that nature. But it, it doesn't necessarily mean that all of the albums on my playlist are like weighed the same. So I'm going to list some honorable mentions and then I'm going to get into my top 10 and give those top 10 more time for this episode just talking about my favorite track on them, who they're by, when they came out, stuff like that. Although I'll probably forget to say the exact dates that they came out because I will just forget. <laughs> so let's start with some honorable mentions. Number one is, um, oh, these are in no particular order, by the way. So yeah. Okay, honorable mentions begin now. Uh, number one I'm gonna say is For the First Time by Black Country New Road. This is an insanely good album. Um, it was talked about a lot in the music community when it first came out, which was early 2021. Um, it's a very good album. It's not for everyone. I think Black Country New Road is a very like niche artist. Um, I definitely say give it a chance though. I really liked it. I think that it's definitely a really good album. Does it make my top 10? No. Does it make my top 20? I would say so. Probably like 18. But again, I did not make a top 20 list, just a top 10. So yes, honorable mention, here it is. It's a great album. I definitely check it out. It is an album I go to for studying. Interpret that as you will. Next is Tyrone by Slow Tie. This is an incredible album by British rapper Slow Tie. The album cover is amazing. It kind of reminds me of Laughing Stock a little bit. Um, I love it. It it's such an interesting album. It achieved so much in an album that only was 35 minutes. The features are great. It's got Skepta, ASAP Rocky, Dominic Fike, Denzel Curry, James Blake. I mean, it's it's insanely good. I respect Slow Tie. I think he's very talented and I can't wait to see what else he comes out with uh, in the years to come because he has so much potential and I just, I fucking, I fucking love Tyron. It's so good. Okay, next up, one of my favorite singers of all time, JPEG Mafia. He dropped EP2 uh, early 2021 and uh, he dropped two albums this year, which is like fucking insane. He also dropped um, an album under like his pseudonym, Nico is Lost, but I'm not including this here because it's like not on Spotify anymore. So yeah, we're just gonna go with the two that he dropped this year. So EP2, honorable mention, it's great. I love Feed Her the closer on that album. It's amazing. Check it out. It's not comparable to like Veteran or Cornballs, but it's really good. It's definitely not comparable to Ghost Pop Tape. So if you're an avid Ghost Pop Tape JPEG Mafia fan, I'm just going to put it out there that EP2 will probably not be your cup of tea. Hence it not making it my top 10. I'm just giving an honorable mention, but it doesn't mean it's not great. It's really fucking good. Okay. 
Next up in honorable mentions is Chemtrails Over the Country Club by Lana. She dropped two albums this year, uh, this and Blue Bannisters. You know, Lana is a very interesting artist. She's a very interesting person, but I respect her. I respect her albums. I respect her as a musician because she's one of those artists where she has not dropped a single bad album. She's consistently pouring out albums that just fucking blow my mind. Mad respect for Lana. This album was great. Um, next up for honorable mentions, I'm gonna say is uh I'm not sure about the off season by J. Cole. Did I love it? Eh, so I don't know. That's just I'm just gonna throw it in. I'm not really gonna talk much about it. I don't really know if I'd put it in honorable mentions. I'm just kind of working my way through my comprehensive playlist. Okay, next I will say this is a very solid honorable mention is Daddy's Hall by St. Vincent. When I sat down and listened to this for the first time, I was like taken away. My breath was taken away. It was insane. She is so fucking talented and I, I really can't wait to see what else she does in the future. Her voice is glorious. It is beautiful. It is raw. It is crisp. It is almost Morrissey level where it you when you put it on, you know it's St. Vincent. She, to me, her voice, it's like the Morrissey level of recognition. It's like Oh, it's like uh, Kate Bush, Fiona Apple, not to kind of couple all these singers together, Morrissey excluded, I mean like the female artists, but her voice is amazing. I fucking love the intro, Pay Your Way in Pain, uh, and uh, At the Holiday Party is probably my favorite off of Daddy's Home. Next up is Cavalcade by Black Midi. I love Black Midi. They're, f- oh, they're so fucking good. John L is a great opener. So many good memes about it. I love it. Uh, my favorite off that album's gotta be Marlene Dietrich. Sorry if I'm butchering that name. It's great. Sorry, I'm talking really fast because I don't want this to be a super long episode, but I want to still name my uh, honorable mentions. Next is The Turning Wheel by Spelling. I don't even... This doesn't need explanation. It's amazing. It's amazing. Listen to it. Listen to it. It was so close to making my top ten. But alas, it's an honorable mentions. It's fucking amazing, though. Okay, next up, Vince Staples. Self-titled Vince Staples. So good. Vince Staples just proves time and time again in his singles and his albums that he is so capable of his artistry. I definitely think Big Fish Theory will remain number one for me in Vince Staples' discography because that album just, like, fucking changed the rap game. Um, but Ben Staples self-titled is amazing. Next up, Sinner Get Ready by Lingua Ignata. So, so good. Kind of like Turning Wheel. I don't have much to say because this is one of those things you have to sit down and just be like fully soaked in and just embrace the album. It's amazing. I respect her so much, uh, especially recently when she came out with her statement about, um, daughters, uh, I don't even fucking know much about daughters. I don't listen to them, especially now that she's come out with her story. But I really recommend checking out her Instagram, Sinner Get Ready, obviously, and the rest of her shit because she is so talented and amazing. Uh, next up is Donda. I, mm, I'm i a huge Kanye fan. I fucking love his shit. I think his entire discography, even including his gospel album, Jesus is King. I mean, his shit is good. His shit is very good, but Donda did not really do it for me. It's long. The 
release of it was just drawn out way too much. Not the biggest fan. I will include it in my honorable mentions because I fuck with Off the Grid and I fuck with Jail in uh, a couple other a couple others on that uh, album, but um, no, probably not even my top 20, but still going to be on my honorable mentions. Next up, I've got Sometimes I Might Be Introvert by Little Sims. She's fucking incredible. The opener on that album, Introvert, is wonderful, and I just, it's a wonderful album. Next up is The Melodic Blue. I'm not the biggest Baby Keem fan. I don't listen to a ton of his shit, but I do respect this album. I think the features with Don Tolliver and Kendrick Lamar are just like breathtaking. There's also a Travis Scott feature, but I will not be commenting on that singer further. But yeah, Melodic Blue's good. Montero, Lil Nas X, oof, that album is amazing. It was so close to making my top 10, but it didn't, but I'm not, it, it's top 20, it's amazing. I respect that man so fucking much. Montero is great and I love the album cover. Next up is West Side Gun. He has his two Hitler Wears Hermes uh, side A, side B. I believe that's kind of how he treats them. Or yeah, they're, I don't really know how to kind of treat these because there's like very long albums both by him, but they're great. They're really, really great. And he's got great features. He's got Jay Electronica, Benny the Butcher, he has two chains. He has, uh, who else does he have? He has Tyler. Uh, it's really great. It's, it's, uh, I, I really do respect his work. Uh, West Side Gun is amazing. I, I love that. I love that man. He's awesome. Next is Friends That Break Your Heart by James Blake. Features are great. He's got Jid, he's got SZA, uh, but ultimately the song and honestly one of my top 10 songs of the year, which maybe I'll do next episode. Uh, but it's Say What You Will. It makes me transcend every time I listen. Next up for honorable mentions is Absolutely by Dijon. He's amazing. That album is amazing. Uh, next is 2.5 by Amine. Great. The opener, Yippee is so fucking good. I love it. Next is An Evening with Silk Sonic by Silk Sonic. So Anderson Pock and Bruno Mars. It's an amazing album beginning to end. I'm so glad that they got the attention that they got because them together and just the genius that is Silk Sonic is it needs attention and it needs recognition and congratulations because they're 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 just so fucking cool. Love. Um next the two next ones I kind of coupled together because I sort of coupled together these artists but I've got home video by Lucy Dacus and I know I'm funny haha by Faye Webster. Amazing albums really pull out the heartstrings, but very good. Okay. Next for honorable mentions, I've got Solar Power by Lord. Amazing. I love that album. And to be honest, I'd say Solar Power, like self-titled off that album is my favorite. Next up, I've got Adele's 30. I'd probably put this higher. Um, I don't think it would make my top 10, but like it would be considered one of the stronger honorable mentions. But it was released so recently that I haven't really been able to let it grow on me. But nonetheless, it's wonderful. Uh, Biba Doobie came out with a really cool extended uh, play, her our extended play album. Uh, Mad Low Influences by Carsey Headrest is a solid, solid album. Substitute's great. Love it. Reggie Snow dropped Baba Black Sheep, which was amazing, but kind of an album that I haven't really 
had Grow On Me kind of similar to 30 by Adele, but it's great. Oh my god, Untourable Album by Men I Trust, fucking amazing, love it, wonderful. Yet again, an album by Men I Trust that is just like stunning, kind of like Uncle Jazz, I just, woof, so good. Sour by Olivia Rodrigo is amazing. She is so talented and I really, really hope that she gets some Grammys because she deserves it. Uh, Pink Pantheress is To Hell With It, amazing. Summer Walker is still over it, amazing. Uh, Kid A Amnesia, <laughs> although it's not like new stuff, it's still really cool to see Radiohead coming out with stuff because I'm, I miss them, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Okay, so those are all my honorable mentions. I'm sorry if that was like speed round and I probably mispronounced shit and I probably, you know, made some mistakes. But alas, that was my quick round for my honorable mentions. I hope you enjoyed. Sorry if I missed out on anything that you enjoyed. If you're listening right now, feel free to DM me or text me. I'd love to um, know if I didn't include any. Uh, So yeah. Now I'm going to get into my top 10. I'm so excited for this. So fucking excited for this. So here we go. Number 10. Super What by Zarface. Mm-hmm. Which is MF Doom's uh, pseudonym. Super What is incredible. Um, seeing MF Doom shit, it's just, just makes me so happy. I remember this came out like morning before I started driving to school my senior year and it just made my entire week I love that album. The cover art is incredible, as is any MF Doom album. I love it. My favorite is the opener, The King and I. It's wonderful. The beat in it is incredible. The lyricism is stunning. Super What is a solid album. It comes at about 27 minutes, but it is just, it's amazing. 10 songs. It does so much in those 27 minutes. This is definitely one that I want to get on CD because it's incredible. Rest in peace, Metal Fingers. I love Super What. Please check it out. Please check it out. Next up at nine, we have This Thing of Ours by The Alchemist. I have two Alchemist albums uh, on my top 10, which I really didn't see coming, but I love Alchemist so much. He's coming out with an album with Earl and it drops January 14th, I believe. And I'm so excited for that because them together is just wow. I feel like I'm talking really fast. I'm sorry. Music gets me so, like, energized. This is funny. But okay, number nine, this thing of ours by The Alchemist is the classic Alchemist, like, four or five song with instrumental album. It is amazing. I love this thing of ours. Um, I'd say my favorite is Nobles. The intro to that is incredible. It's the intro to the whole album. Comes out to 21 minutes, eight songs, four of which are the instrumentals. It's great. It's got two Earl Sweatshirt features. It's got navy blue on it. I love it. I love it. It's an amazing, amazing, amazing album. And I am so glad to see Alchemist popping out these albums this year because he deserves this attention and this recognition. And also the album cover artwork for this thing of ours is amazing. And it is actually my home screen. So there's that. At number eight, I have Blue Bannisters by Lana Del Rey, my favorite on that album being Sweet Carolina. Um, But also, oh my God, I just gotta say that album is amazing. Um, I I don't even know what else to say about it. 
if you lie down with me is incredible dealer is like just the grip that dealer has on the music community and just people in general right now is incredible as i said earlier she's really proved time and time again that she is capable of continuing to make these amazing albums beginning to end blue banisters amazing love it and number seven i've got roadrunner new light new machine by brockhampton my favorite track being what's the occasion a close second being when i ball I loved Roadrunner. I was so excited for the drop of that album. I think the drop was amazing. I think the like response to it was amazing. Rockhampton said that would be their last album. Do I believe it? Not really, because they're still likely gonna drop Puppy, um, even though that's not really a new album. Roadrunner, New Light, New Machine was great, and the features were incredible. I mean, I don't think people talked enough about the features on that album because it's, like, insane. I mean, they had ASAP Rocky, and they had Danny Brown. I love Danny Brown. They had JPEG Mafia on Chain On, which is incredible. I love that album. I loved it so much. Just, it, it's just, like, <laughs> I don't even know what else to say. It's an amazing album. And, I mean, it had ASAP Ferg, too. I was trying to think of who else was on Bankroll with Rocky, so, yes. Number six, I've got Sling by Claro. I didn't think this would make my top 10. I thought this would end up in an honorable mentions list, but it is so good. The album revolves around her, Claro, um, and just her relationship with herself while she's grown up. Because obviously her previous album, Immunity, and the singles prior to Immunity and like between Immunity and Sling, they're very, you know, bedroom poppy, stuff like that. But Sling, she really took... Um, you know, she wanted that album in interviews, she said this, to be very similar to Blue by Joni Mitchell, and you can definitely hear those similarities. Um, my favorite track on it is Partridge, but honestly, all of those tracks are amazing, even the instrumental dedicated to her dog. It's a great album. It's really, really good, and it's heartfelt, and it's beautiful, and it's about growing up and understanding your parents as more than caregivers, but people. It's just amazing. It is amazing. If you haven't listened, please, please listen. Next up at five is Call Me If You Get Lost by Tyler, the creator. My favorite track being Sweet, I Thought You Wanted to Dance, which is in my top 10 all-time favorite Tyler songs, which is kind of crazy because it's from an album that dropped this year, but Call Me If You Get Lost is amazing. I love it so much. It's stunning. Um, I don't think it's my favorite Tyler album. Um, I think Igor will stay number one for a very long time and same with Flower Boy, but Call Me If You Get Lost is awesome. And it's really cool seeing what Tyler's doing right now with uh, Golf Wang and uh, his concert. Like, it's just, it's amazing. Proud of that man. I think he's awesome. And I really, really, really think that uh, Call Me If You Get Lost was great. And the features are great. And I can't get over Lemonhead's ending monologue with Frank Ocean. Stunning. Next up at four is, I feel as though I'm going to mispronounce this, but Haram by Armin Hammer and the Alchemist. There's that second Alchemist album on this list. This album is incredible. It never fails to amaze me every time that I listen to it. It's one of those albums that you have to listen to beginning to end, no skip, no shuffle. It's stunning. The features are great. It's got Earl, it's amazing. I love Earl, if you can't tell already. Um, my favorite track is Stone Fruit, The Closer, and um, 
I just, I, I love it. The cover is like very, is very interesting. The pigs, I really think Alchemist and Arm and Hammer wanted to kind of push those norms um, and they did it, they did it and it's amazing. Okay, at number three, I've got Once Twice Melody by Beach House, which is a very recent release and it's amazing. Beach House is great. It's such a new release and I really was like, should this be in my top three? I'm not sure, but it is because it deserves to be here. It is amazing. I think Beach House is one of those duos that just really will continue to dropping albums that are amazing because if they as they've grown up and evolved they they sound they still have that nice shoegaze buttery sound but each song that they keep releasing is just slightly different than the previous and it's amazing they're amazing i think once twice melody is stunning and my favorite track is esp it's great but there's all those tracks i can't even pick a favorite because pink funeral is really good runaway was going to be my top one but i'm not sure and over and over is an amazing closer seven minutes and 11 seconds it's stunning please listen to that new beach house album if you haven't already you will not be disappointed okay here we go number two is black metal 2 by dean blunt dean blunt is an artist that i had only recent had, sorry, stumbling over my words, have only recently started getting into, I'd say like four or five months ago was when I first like really started to listen to him. And then once I went to college, he has been like one of my top artists. I love, love him. And I love his voice and his beats and his melodies. I think Black Metal 2 is one of those albums that is not getting talked about enough because it is incredible. Black Metal 2 is great. I think, yeah, people need to talk about it more. It's amazing. And my favorite track is Semtex. I, I, it's kind of like Sinner Get Ready and Turning Wheel where I'm like, it's at that top of my list. And I don't know how to describe it because if you've listened, you know how good it is and how amazing it is and just how incredibly talented Dean Blunt is as an artist. I respect him so much and I really think he's going to keep dropping stuff in the near future and hopefully we get another really good album from him in 2022 crossing my fingers for black metal too because black metal one or just black metal is incredible it it, it wow okay here we are number one I feel like if you've been following along you probably are gonna know what it is uh but drum roll, here we go. Here we go. It is LP by JPEG Mafia. I definitely see this album not shifting around in my top 10. This album is incredible. JPEG Mafia, as I previously mentioned when I talked about EP2, I respect him so much. He is incredible. And ever since he has dropped like his earliest shit, like ghost pop tape era he isn't he's i don't even like i respect jpeg mafia so so much and i love every single one of his songs every single one of his albums and eps i just i i just my breath is taken away every time i put on his shit is lp my favorite jpeg mafia album no i think veteran will always reign number one in his discography for me with cornballs is a very close second and ghost pop tape also at a very close second but veteran will always be number one in my heart regardless lp this 2021 release by jpeg mafia is incredible i adore peggy i adore what he does and the music that he pops out every year 
uh, which he has done since uh, Corn Balls because he had EP in 2020 and then he had EP2 and LP in 2021, Corn Balls in 2019 and uh, Veteran in 2018. He didn't have anything in 2017, but he had Black Ben Carson in 2016. Uh, he might have had something in 2017, but not released on Spotify. I don't think he did, though, have any like actual album come out in 2017, but please correct me if I'm incorrect, but I can also <laughs> check that out when I'm done filming this. Uh, LP is just incredible. I love that album. I listen to it so often. I think so many of the songs have that quintessential Peggy sound that's very reminiscent of Veteran. I would say that LP is like most similar to Veteran in his entire discography if you had to make like a comparison. I mean, Cornball's a little bit, but I think Cornball's is like very unique Peggy and I, I feel like that's one of his albums that's really hard to compare to. Kind of like Ghost Pop Tape. Ghost Pop Tape is something else. It is otherworldly. I Like that whole album can be talked about in and of itself because it is just revolutionary in so many ways that go beyond even just lyricism and beats because it had accompanying music videos and just movies and anyways we are not talking about that we are talking about lp my favorite album from 2021 i'm so excited for what he's going to drop in 2022 hopefully he goes with that annual album drop i mean we got two this year maybe we'll get two next year but no matter what i love peggy he's amazing favorite track on lp is are you happy the intro monologue is breathtaking. It's one of my favorite things that I've heard in a while. I have it written down in my journal. It's amazing. Are You Happy has an insanely good upbeat, not upbeat, <laughs> insanely good build up. Uh, and it's just amazing. I love the album cover. It's amazing. And also Trust is so good. And I'd say Dirty is like a very, very, very close second for my favorite off of that uh, album. And... um. I just, wow, I'm looking at the track list on that album and it's just all so, so good. Same with Cutie Pop. I can't even, every single track is amazing. The flow is great. No skip, no shuffle. Beginning to end that album is incredible. Will go down as one of his strongest in his discography. There we go. There is my comprehensive list of my honorable mentions and top 10 albums from 2021. Please let me know your thoughts. Um, I'd love to hear them. I'm glad that this is being kept under 40 minutes because I was worried it's going to like over 40 minutes. I'm sorry I talk so fast. I shouldn't be apologizing though because music makes me happy, gets me energized, vibes are good. So there you go. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're still listening, thank you so much for being here. Hope you're having a great morning, afternoon, night, day, whatever time it is for you. I wish you happiness and joy. <laughs> My dog is definitely ready to leave um, where we're filming right now. So it is time for bed. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you a lot. Peace and love. Do the best you can. <laughs>